What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us here on another episode of the Late for Lunch podcast. This is a very special episode. You want to know why it's, it's a, special a special episode, episode. Jeff? Always a special episode. Listen, when I was doing my research about starting a podcast, okay. I found out that most podcasts mm. don't make it past seven episodes. Mm. And it's crazy. Do you know how many episodes, I mean, podcasts are on Apple Podcasts? I'm going to say, mm, I do not know. I know it's not a great number. It is, it is. No, it's actually a great number. There's 2 million shows oh, wow. registered on Apple Podcasts. Oh, wow. And of those 2 million shows, 26% only have one episode. That's a lot of percentage. Of that's million. a lot of two, of two million. That's, I don't know what the that's actual like number is. That's like 500 million. 26? That's a little, a little that's more. A little mil- it's a little more, yeah. Probably closer to 550. And then 64%. Only have three episodes. Okay. So we're making it into the, the top percentage of in terms of episode production. I like that. I like that. And we couldn't do what we do without you guys, our listeners. So thank you guys for coming back for seven weeks. We're nowhere near done. Thank you guys for coming along on the journey. It's all we can say. Actually, 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 I have something else I think we should say. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to issue a challenge, right? Okay. I need everyone to tell at least three people that you know don't listen. Because this episode needs to have 100 downloads before the next episode releases. 100 downloads. You guys heard the challenge. Tell somebody, three somebodies three. that you know don't listen. That you know. And if, they, if they've already, if those people were told by someone else, they don't count. You, so you got to get to three. Yeah, we're, it's not making it easy because nothing's easy. So, yes, if you want to send them over to our Instagram, it is late. The number four. Lunch podcast. Send them over there. We do have a link in our bio of everywhere that you can listen. Oh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify. Gotta say Spotify. All the good places, we are there. So, yeah, go check us out there. Thank you guys so much We're always listening. working on stuff. Always working on things. I got to tell you guys, this one, I feel like it's going to be a good one. This is a great topic. Always a good topic. Have some very big things coming. Also, also, how about this? If we crack 100 downloads... We can name guests. We can name our first guest. Guest or guest plural. We'll see. We'll see. But you guys have a part to do first. Yeah, you guys got to get us there first, and then we can drop some details. So let's get into it. What are we talking about today, Jet? A college student. This one can be more relatable. Actually, I'm sorry. As a human being, it can be more relatable. Stress versus comfort. Or, or stress and comfort. So, yes, very, 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 very much pertaining to mental health. I have to say, our school has been doing better. They have been trying. They have. On mental health, I can say. This this year, we've had, what, three or four 
mental health days. That means like the days we don't yeah, have we, classes. We've had a few. We've had a few. I am hats off to the university for that because they have been doing better. What what do you think the stress level is right now for you as a college student at this part of the semester? Mm. This is going to sound kind of crazy, but not super stressed. But I'll have to get into it later. But not not super stressed. Not as stressed as most people would would assume. That's, that's fair. That's I was going to say, this is one of the most stressful times of mm. the semester. Because, you know, right after midterms, midterms are stressful. So you're I coming off that. I and then that. teachers are getting into, you know, final assignments. And that one... Yeah. That one is always always bad. Projects, yeah. papers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But, but no, definitely, I would say my opinion is probably the outlier of most students. But there's a reason for the madness. This is not just for students, though. We know stress happens to everyone. To everyone. If you're a if living, you, breathing being with responsibilities, you probably have stress. If you don't know if you're experiencing stress or not. Let me put it like this, because everybody experiences stress differently. Stress can show itself in a number of ways, including mood swings, um, feeling more emotional than usual, feeling depressed, feeling anxious. Uh, any of those things can can count as stress. If you're if you're having like unexplained emotions, anything like that, okay. you know what I'm saying. So if you're feeling those. There is, it's very likely that there's something that's stressing you out or, you know, making you a little overwhelmed, whatever it is. So, my question to you, Jet, I kind of okay. already talked about it a little bit, but when you, when you experience stress, what do you, what, what usually causes you to get stressed out? That's a, that's a that's a good question. So, I've learned to only stress about things I can control. Because if I stress about things I can't control, it's it's too much. Like I've tried that, and it's it usually gets out of control because you realize I have no power in a lot of these situations, and I'm allowing them to irritate me, and I can't dictate whether these things go right or go wrong. All right, so I've, I've adopted a more probably nonchalant approach to a lot of things in life, right? But I say, do I get stressed? And, and what are the things that stress me out? I would say I get stressed with, with, only, with only new... Well, I don't get stressed over the same things multiple times, I'll say, right? So usually when I get stressed, it's because I'm taking on something new on my plate and at first, I may not understand it. Now, after I've taken, after I start to gain a, a knowledge or an understanding of the subject that I'm dealing with, I tend not to stress over it anymore. So, That's for fair. example, um, you know, the learning curve for a new teacher is already enough. And when the more difficult the class is, especially if you have a teacher whose style is very different, it'll it'll do more. It it'll make it harder to adapt to the teacher. Yeah, exactly. So the part, the early in this early in semester, when you when the subject is also hard and you're struggling to figure out the teacher's style, it can be very 
I'll say stressful is the nice word. It can be very irritating. But after you figure out the teacher style, even if sometimes it may not produce good results, you tend not to stress over a thing. And this may not be a good thing, but after a while, you just, I, I try not to let these things, I try not to dwell on stresses too long. Like maybe for like a few hours, but then after that, it's, it's back to work, back, to, back on to the next thing. But usually, yeah, stresses come from when I take on something new on my plate. Yeah, I feel that. I was going to mention that as well. Um, I've moved a few times, like moved cities. And if you've lived in the same city your entire life or anything like that, it it's a, it's a different experience picking up something, like leaving your friends, leaving school, leaving, and then trying to, you know, establish yourself somewhere that you're not familiar. So that can definitely be a kind of, you know, stress-inducing kind of situation. Most of the time, whenever you're starting something new or something unknown, that can kind of be, you know, a, a real kicker for, you know, stressing definitely. and getting a bit overwhelmed or feeling out of your own. So I could say that I did. There's there's another type of new feeling, which is excitement for, for new feeling, which like you get if uh, freshman year, is, this, that was kind of feeling like, you know, getting out on your own and trying to, you know, experience spreading your wings, gotcha. all of that kind of thing. So there is that side of, I guess, um, that side of new experiences that kind of helps you push through the, the anxiety that you can feel, the stress that you can feel when, you know, doing something new. So, yeah, for me, new new things kind of always give me that little, you know, either like a little bit excitement, butterflies kind of thing. Also, I've noticed about myself, I do not like being or feeling behind. Okay. So whenever I feel like I'm behind on something or feel like, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't been getting it done or, or it's like stacked up, like having a lot of different things to do, I can get a little bit, you know, stressed, overwhelmed. Okay. Kind of feeling. So would you say that your your confidence and your stress levels are inversely related? I I wouldn't call it confident levels, confidence levels. I would say I I do feel that I perform well under pressure. Okay. Which is sometimes not a lot of people can can do that well. So like in stressful situations, some people can have the tendency to shut down and need to, you know, take a breather or I feel like I have the I can push through until the end of whatever it is that's stressful and then, you know, decompress and then have the feelings that I was But like that's what I was saying. Are like are you would you say that you thrive in those situations under pressure because you're confident in your ability. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that has some level of influence in the situation. So I Like, I know I can still do this even though it's stressful. Yeah, so I guess a, a better way to say it, when I say inverse, in like inversely proportional, like the more confident you are, you usually find the less stress you have. And then the less confidence you have, the more stressed you usually are. Yeah, I mean, put it like this: in in game time situations, in like basketball, football, whatever sport it is, if you practice those, you know, clutch moments, those two minute drills in football, those 
fourth quarter scenarios in basketball or getting a clutch bucket or free throws down the stretch or when whatever it is, if you practice that, you're more likely to hit those shots to perform to your best or get it done in those big moments because you've, you know, put that on yourself and you you have that confidence in your abilities that you've, you know, re- practiced, rehearsed, whatever it is. Okay. So I guess there is some level of, you know, preparing that gives you the confidence to perform in those situations. So to your question, I would, I would probably say, yes, there is some level of I have the confidence in myself that I can do this, even though it's a stressful situation. Okay, okay. So let's, let's go a different direction, right? For someone who was struggling or dealing with stress, what would you recommend? Like, do you do you talk to someone or, or when you're stressed? Or, like, what? how do you go about dealing with, with your stress? See, have you ever taken a uh, personality test? I like, do, uh, but I, I never remember what the results are. Let me just ask you this. Are you are you more introverted or extroverted? I have no idea. Apparently, someone told me there's like an ambivert thing, but I'm not knowledgeable enough to really speak. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that. I took a test during the whole test. I was saying, I was taking with my family. I was like, I don't feel like I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I feel like I'm pretty in the middle. And I was saying that the whole time I was taking it and then got the results. And it turned out it was like I don't remember which one it was, but it was 51% one yeah. and then 49% other. So basically neither, but yeah, the I was middle, pretty so. much. I was pretty much exactly in the middle like I predicted. But so for somebody dealing with stress, um, it can look different because the introvert side of me would say, go do something by yourself, like work out, go do something you enjoy, play basketball take a run, take a hike, take a walk, sleep, take a nap, something like that that's, you know, on your own kind of activity. And those are the things that my introvert side would say 100% yes, do it because I'm stressed out and I, you know, need some time to decompress and think it out myself. The extrovert side of me would say being around people in a not serious kind of way. So like hanging out with friends, laughing, talking, playing games, watching a movie, doing an activity together. Something like that would, you know, give you a break from the seriousness and the high intensity stress of something and, you know, kind of put you at ease or relax you. Okay. Kind of thing like that. One thing I can say is anytime I feel stressed, if I know that I'm feeling that, I can, you know, take some deep breaths. Like, okay. take, I, if you have an Apple Watch, you know, there's a, a breathe app that, that gives you like a minute or two minutes. And Indeed, it's quite annoying. Yeah, but doing that, even for like a minute or for like two minutes, really focusing on breathing and then coming out of that to face whatever the problem was that, that felt big, it feels a little bit smaller because now you're thinking more and your brain, your blood is flowing and that kind of thing. So breathing definitely helps if in the moment you can't get away or you can't, you know, go do something to kind of relieve the stress. Okay. What, what do you, what do you think about, you know, relieving stress? I mean, I like that. Like 
if I'm angry about something, I, I think physical activity, physical activity usually works. Now, if I'm not angry, if I'm more just, just stressed, one thing that usually helps me is I like to sit down and think about solutions to my stress. So, like, the first part is, of course, you have to know. To figure out a solution, you have to know what the problem is. So usually That's the good. first part That's is like, good. you know, figuring out, okay, what, what, is, what is stressing me out? And usually I'm not even going to lie, that, that question, that's an easy answer. It's, it's point blank, it's, it's clear, it's concise. It's, okay, this is exactly what's stressing me out. And then after that, usually what, what goes on is like, uh, okay, this is the problem. How do I go about solving this problem? So usually I, like, like I take some time, I sit down, I'm like, hmm, okay, I could do this. Okay, that's not going to work. Like a brainstorm kind of things, what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. So I, I'll take some time, I'll sit down, I'll be, okay, I've, I've tried this, this doesn't work. I want to do this, but I don't know if I'm in a position to do this right now. And I'll get, I'll think of a few solutions, right? And then usually what I do is I'll, I'll call, call one of my friends that's usually close to opposite of like what I'm thinking, right? So I, I try to like ask people who think about things, who think about the world differently than I do, you know? Yeah, we we talked about that in so the previous. I, yeah, session. exactly. So I, I go to I talk to them. And I say, okay, uh, here's what's going on. Of course, it's always usually people I trust. Yeah. But here's what's going on. Here's what I was thinking. Like, does this making sense or am I just crazy? And then I, usually I go about it, and then I listen to their solutions. And then a lot of times, like that's that's some of the best advice. But not even that. Like, even if if both of you maybe not be on to maybe if you're not on to the right track. Usually, with coming together, you get to, you get to talk about things, and you, it helps you. You take steps towards finding solutions. Now, those solutions may not always like answer the problem one hundred percent, like one hundred, like completely, but just taking those steps, like those small steps, help to relieve a little bit more stress and a little bit more stress. But but one thing, or I guess one 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 piece of advice that can help to avoid stress. Um, when you can, for things you can. Try, try to stay ahead or try to be ahead, right? So, like, there's a lot of times, like, you hear people talk about, oh, yeah, I have this trip, and when I get back on the trip, I, I, I basically have to go hard because I'm coming back. I have things due at 11.59. I have tests the next day. I have all these things doing, right? So, in my, my opinion, I would offer this advice. If you can, when you can, try to get ahead, right? If you know you're going to be missing things or you're not going to be able to do something, try to do it earlier. So, when you... So when, when, you, when you deal with things that may, like, switch up your schedule, because everyone knows things happen. But when these things come up and all of a sudden your, 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 your day, your schedule's changed or whatever, it's, it's not so much stressful because it's like, okay, uh, you know, I had to get this done, but, okay, at least I have, I have this done already so I can scratch that off the list. And then it just takes, like, it, it helps to not, like, like we talked about the last episode, it helps to not let the stresses build up. And you, could, you can attack them independently one at a time instead of trying to attack all your stress, all the reasons of your stress at one time, in one setting. Exactly. Like, that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, uh, when I feel like I get that feeling of being behind or, Definitely. you know, having assignments build up or things that I need to get done, like the deadlines all being right at the time and backing up to yeah. the deadline. So one thing I did notice, it seemed, it seemed almost you know, like a cliche to me when I started doing it 
because, you know, everybody says it and you're like, eh, that doesn't really help. But like planning your time out or like having a schedule really helps. And then another thing that also helps is like if you know you have a lot of deadlines coming for most college classes, you will know when most assignments are due. Like teachers will give you that syllabus that says, okay, this date, you have to do this assignment, this date, this assignment, this date, this date. Definitely. I have not perfected it yet. But looking forward to the assignments coming okay. and then staggering them so that, and then staggering them so that I can get them knocked out you know, before the deadline comes that way, I'm not, you know, stressing now, look, myself. I about to say, you're definitely on to the right track, right? Yeah, so that definitely 100%. Because, like, another way, a great way, like, of keeping track of things, right? Have a checklist of things you need to get done, right? And then here's the thing. As soon as things are given, as soon as you're given tasks to do, right, put them on the checklist. Even if it's, like, months from now, put right, them on the like, checklist. Right, you're like, that's not till the end of the semester. I don't have to worry about that project. Put a date, put it on the checklist, right? That way it just lets you see things like every time you check the checklist. And, and here's the thing, right? The crazy thing, this this might be. I like actually I'm not I'm not gonna hold strong on this. I think this is good advice. No matter how this small how small the task is, put it on the checklist, right? So let's say you have a work project coming up, put that on there. You have laundry to do, you have to pick up food. Uh let's say you're expecting something, a package in the mail, put all put all those things on there. Because you may not realize it. But it, it really acts as like a form of positive reinforcement, right? Because you can start off the week with a day with this checklist that looks large, right? And it may not be like the most difficult task, but it just looks large. And then you check off one thing, you check off another thing. And you look back and you're like, okay, I've done a lot today or I've, I've done some things today. And then it, when you're in positive spirits, it's easier to keep going. But I'll, I'll tell you this, man. That's, that's true. Procrastination is, is something. Because even when you work ahead... And you like the feeling of being ahead. Somehow you still end up procrastinating. Yeah, that is. If there's any one thing that I could say that I wish I do better now in my college career, I procrastinate on assignments. Sometimes I, I think that's everybody, man. Like, it's, I'm it's like oh, I got I got a few days to do that homework. Even like, the smartest people I know, I don't want to say it's impossible to just to stay ahead completely, but it, it's. It's difficult. Yeah, if or I you, can, if I could cut out anything, it would be procrastinating. I about to say definitely. Like if you're not procrastinating, you're you're most likely sacrificing in some aspect of life, which is definitely not a bad thing. It's just a lot of us are not disciplined enough to do that. I always say this. It's something I just started saying to myself. <laughs> I say, "Oh, that's a uh, tomorrow, George's hey, problem, hey, or a few days, George's problem." Do you think that by doing things like that? like procrastinating and, you know, saying, okay, I'll worry about that later, that we cause ourselves more stress down the line? I, I, I disagree, right? But I disagree conditionally, right? So if you, if you have a plan and you're like, okay, let's say something is due Thursday and you, you're suppo- you want to do it Monday, but you're like, okay, tomorrow, I'll do it Tuesday. If your plan is, okay, I'll do this Tuesday, and then I'll get to this. Or if that's your plan, that's not necessarily the worst thing. If you plan it and stick to it, yeah. Even like even if it's due Thursday, and your your plan is to start on it like Wednesday at noon. Yeah. 
if you if you plan it out that this is the said time, I feel that can relieve that can help to relieve your stress because at least you know like okay this is what I have coming up and I have a set time for this. Now if you have no plan and then you look up and it's due at eleven fifty nine and you're like oh it's not it's eight fifty six and I have to start and I have to work now and now it's just out of the blue. It's like okay now it's different because the, people don't realize this, but when you when you plan it when you plan something out. Even if it's inadvertent or subconsciously, it's it's in your head. So even like the moment you put it in your plan, you're you're coming up with ideas, and you're you're like subconsciously thinking about it already. So as you go about the day, let's say you may see something that reminds you of it, or you may spark an idea. All those little things can add up to help you when it's actually time to get to work. Whereas if you don't plan it, you may forget, and then like when you're, you you could be dead at dead for ideas at the like. The, the midnight hour. Right, when you need it. Exactly. So yeah. Those are just my cues. I would say, I would say that's pretty good. If you guys have any input on this mental health thing, because it's always a discussion, hit us up on our Instagram. It is late. The number four. Lunch podcast. Hit us up there if you do have any tips for, you know, managing stress, something that, you know, helps you out. We have reached about the midpoint of our episode. Shoot, let's, let's go ahead and take that break then. So you guys know what what we're about to get into, but if you're not, if you're new here, what are we about to get into, Jet? My favorite time, or one of my favorite times, I'll say, overrated, underrated deeds. All right, so let's get the timer going. Okay, let's set it Three up. minutes on the clock. I about to say, you know we can't run over. Can't run over. All right, so I'm not going to lie. Let's start the timer. This one is going to be a little bit of a solo act because I saw this one recently, and I, I had some thoughts about it. I, I won't lie. When I saw the trailer in theaters, it was interesting. It was kind of it, the thought of the movie is interesting, but some of the story and execution was kind of questionable. All right, so this will be my first overrated eats. Okay, so the movie's called Old, and Old. it came out came out in 2021. So this is a fairly recent movie, right? Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say when you, Old. I don't think I've seen that one. Let me know yeah. what is it about. So essentially, a group of people are they well they decide to take a vacation. Okay. And they end up on a beach, and essentially on this beach. Uh, they're trapped on the beach, right? Surrounded by cliffs, and they can they can't escape the beach. Okay. And the way that the way that the story builds it, I'm not gonna have any spoilers, but the way that the story builds it, they can the people can bring you to the beach. It's part of a resort. Yeah. But you can't leave the beach, right? Mm, but essentially, on this beach, kind of thing. Exactly, pretty pretty much. Okay. But the the whole the punchline, I guess I say of the movie is that on this beach, you age. Much faster, right? Ah. So I think they said something like, "Well, I don't, I don't know specifically, but it's used like for example, like, like five years could be like, what was it? Oh my goodness, two hours, or something like that." So, essentially, your your life is condensed down. Yeah. Into so like, two days. Yeah, pretty you're much. gonna say like. So yeah, they take you on pretty much. They take you on a a, a small journey, 
you know, the set is not is not a super big set. Yeah, because it's the beat. The characters are are semi complex, but they're not incredibly. They're not, there's not a lot of depth to the story. And then the thing is, my my biggest problem with the, with the movie is that so many questions. The questions that everyone has had, like everyone wants the answer to, like why is this happening? What is gonna be like? What happens? They they're answered. But I, I personally feel as if the answers were rushed. Kind of like leads it to imagination or semi-answers and kind of... No, thing. no, they, they answer the questions, but they're just... They're not satisfying questions. They're not satisfying answers. Like the way in which the story is told... You're expecting something And then why... Different. Exactly, why things are happening. The ending kind of takes a turn. So it, it turns out to be a little bit disappointing, but... I mean, I'd still recommend people go see it for themselves, just in case they have different opinions. But it wasn't one of my favorite pieces. I'll tell you that. I mean, I kind of like movies where you gotta, you know, leave it to the imagination. But I don't like That's unsatisfying. Thing, it's movies. not a leave it to the. It's not even a leave, leave it to the imagination type thing. They give mm. you a clear cut answer. It's just the answer isn't really satisfying. <laughs> but I'll leave it at that. I'll let the people check it out. Yeah, so check it out. That is all the time we have for today on Underrated Overrated Eats. So let's get back to the topic. So my thing with stress is most of the time it's painted to be, you know, depression, anxiety kind of thing. Okay. But stress affects people... Like, everyone deals with stress differently or it affects people differently. Do you think stress is always a bad thing? Actually, I, I don't think stress has to be a bad thing. I think when you let stress build, it it, it becomes a, a very bad thing. Build to where, like, you like it's uncontrolled. To where you're overwhelmed. Or, or, okay, overwhelmed kind of thing. Okay. But I think a controlled controlled stress, to me at least, is, is usually a good sign. Controlled right? stress. Explain controlled that. stress, right? So, like I said, I'm, a, I'm big on, on personal growth, right? Yeah. So, in growth, I think there's a part where you need to be uncomfortable, right? So, I'll say somebody, if you're living and you have, you have close to no stress, I don't want to say you're not growing. I'm not going to be that bold and say, and say you're not growing. But I will question yourself and say, have, like, have you faced any challenges recently? And if you face challenges... And they didn't at least cause you to think, were these challenges really appropriate for a person of your status, right? So whether, I believe when you take on something new or when you take on a challenge, it is okay for there to, for there to be stress. Because I think in the growth process, there is some, un, there's uncomfort. And in uncomfort, there sometimes is stress. You know, I think that's like, there's a very thin line. Well, I won't even say it's a thin line, but you have to be careful in the growth process of, of putting too much on your plate, right? Because I guess we, we both can say we have friends and they're like, oh man, I'm like, the, the amount of workloads that they have on their plate is, is outrageous, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're going places. We know you're going places, but you have so much on your plate and it's, it's causing like un, unnatural amounts of stress. Yeah, honestly, I probably end up in that overwork category because I, I feel like I can do everything and like, Definitely. but I'm perfectionist so then I'm like, I have to I do have to everything do 
And then if, if you Dude. have a problem saying no, that makes things even worse. Yeah, because I was like, oh, can you do this? I'm like, it's like I don't, can you help me move Sunday? I was know, doing something I'm Sunday. Say, you know, but, you I mean, have no schedule. You, there's no time on your schedule for it. But you're just like, uh, I can I, I can do it. And you know good and well that's not really feasible for you. Like you were saying, you were talking about growth. I, I heard this quote. It's in a rap song, actually. Um, but they were saying um, you can't really ever be ready for growth because it's going to be new and going to be uncomfortable. Definitely. So I think you, what you're saying about, you know, controlled kind of stress, putting yourself in those, you know, new situations that you know, you know, I've never dealt with this or um, I don't know how I'd react or whatever it is, putting yourself in those situations can help you to, you know, become a better person, put, you know, new things in your, I guess, experience and repertoire, I guess. Definitely. No, I get what, you're, like, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. To where, like, you can you can deal with yeah. situations better. So I guess some level of, you know, I guess stress. because yeah. I, I take it a step further. Like, ideally, right, when you grow, when you take on something new, it should cause you stress. But part of growth is that you get to the point where, okay, I, I've done this for a while. I'm starting to figure this out to where this no longer stresses me out. In fact, this should, you would hope that it would get to a point where this is easy or this is close to nothing so you don't stagnate. Yeah, I mean, okay, like uh, when we first got to school, yeah, the first time we took midterms, it was... What, why do we have... What is even the point of, of midterms? Yeah, we were we were confused and stressed and, you know, tripping over bio 101 or whatever it was the easy classes and you know now we please bring them back like if you could tell me that okay i'm going to test you over a b and c and a b and c is on the test and a b and c does not mean a b c d e f g oh i I miss those days yeah i mean but now we've experienced you know a little bit more in college and you know and it's like okay i know what to expect yeah, so like, yeah, so you things, think you you've done a little bit of growing? Yeah, now no, definitely. I can read the study guide bit. now and be like, okay, yeah. So if this is on there, that means this is also going to be there. That's not on the study guide. Ah, okay. So college is a little bit more, you know, comfortable for you now. Oh yeah, cause, no, because they catfish you, man. They'd be like, oh, yep, everything you need is on the study guide. <laughs> everything in the book is in the slides. No, mm, it's not hey, in the slides. It's not in the slides at all. You got to go find it yourself. Do you have you have you done a lot of study groups since you've been in college? Mm. See, study groups, it depends. Not not really. St- study groups is not really a, a thing for me. This is kind of random aside, but no, it's fine. It still kind of ties in. One thing I can say is sometimes when studying, you you miss some things. You know, just yourself because we all all miss things. I yeah. learned this in editing um, papers. Like having somebody the else therapy. read over, it. yeah, having yeah. somebody else read over something you wrote or something that you're you're going through or whatever it is, or having somebody else say it to you or doing it with somebody else can also help. Because it's like you know seeing yeah. it from somebody else's exactly. perspective, like you opinions. were saying. Yeah. So that kind of collaboration kind of thing, I think sometimes can help. You know, if definitely like you were saying, like. Well, I don't know if that's going to be on the tester. That could be on the tester. I didn't even think about that's probably going to be on the test. It's kind of crazy thing. though, right? Because this is going to be wild. But it kind of goes back to the like the the thought we ended on last podcast, right? Because if you're surrounding people, if you're surrounding yourself with people that will inspire growth, 
studying together with these people, it's going to benefit everyone. Because you'll learn more. You'll be pushing yourself. They'll be pushing themselves. And then you'll all be like, you know, you'll be able to thrive together. Now, that doesn't mean sometimes you have to, you know, you have to help those, un, un, like, less fortunate or I don't know what the word for it is. But it's, like, sometimes you have to help others. But there are also times where, like, you, you're going to have to do some sometimes, you're on, like, on your own. Because sometimes, I, I hate to say it, but people can, people can hold you back. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I do. It's the same thing with kind of like uh, exercising. Because sometimes when you're you're in the gym just pumping iron yourself, you got more that you don't know you have until, you know, you have somebody else in there and it's like you can do more than that or you're pushing each other. Or even and, if it's a little friendly competition. Right. You yeah, don't know what's there. Right. So. Give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more set. Give me one more rep. Give me. You'd be surprised how many people are like, wait. He did how many sets? Right and now, I got it. And I have to find it. Right, and that gives you your drive. Gives you. So I think there is some level of you know friendly competition, pushing each other, iron sharpens iron kind of yeah, mentality yeah. that's good for you. And that extra push is kind of like you know induced stress. Like you're you're putting yourself through those paces. It's ultimately gonna make you stronger than you even thought you that you were capable of kind of thing definitely so i think i think being around other people and you know kind of bouncing stuff off each other kind of study group kind of collaboration thing would is is always beneficial if you're if you're looking if you think you get stressed easily when you're you know by yourself or overwhelmed by yourself bringing somebody else in to like you know go at the problem together can you know help you out? Definitely. And then another thing, I guess you could say, like sometimes you gotta cut down on on environments that induce stress. Like if you know a certain going a certain place is gonna make you feel a certain way, that's not good. I I probably lean towards saying don't go there. Right. Like if you, let's say it's like it's an old house, right, and something may have happened in your old house, and it may bring back memories. Memories that you've dealt with that you that you feel as if you've dealt with, but simply passing or going inside that house will bring back like stresses and cause you to overthink some some things that you may be dealing with now. Like I would say to try to avoid those situations or try to avoid those environments that can induce stress. To anybody that can't avoid those situations, do you have any advice like let's say, you know, work stresses me out? Okay. Going to work just, you know, does something to me. As soon as I open the door, it's... <laughs> I got you. I was going to say the easy answer would be to get a new job. That's not feasible all the time. Right. So what I'd say is uh, if you can't avoid them, right, you got to find the counter. So look for the joys in that environment. And if, if you don't have any joys in that environment and it's strictly stress, then on a serious note, reconsider, like, okay, maybe this is not the place for me. Right. So you, what I heard you say is kind of like bringing something in that helps you. Yeah, as, but like focus focus on the joys of an environment, right? So if you hate your old school, right, what are some things that you enjoyed about your old school? You're like, oh, I enjoyed uh, singing in the choir. I enjoyed our uniforms. I used to hate this certain teacher, but this teacher was always there to comfort me when I was feeling bad. Like think about the, the things that bring you joy in that environment. And focus on those and use those to counteract 
Like, Use those to counteract the stressful emotions. Like thing that, things that make you happy or that you're glad for, something like that is what you're saying? Definitely. Like, try, I guess, try to change your outlook. Find the good in things is what you... Yeah. I never really thought about it like, thought about it like that. So when I'm in physics next, I can, you know, think about that. And I, like, <laughs> that. I, I hate this physics lab, right? <laughs> but, you know, at least I think about it every time we go, to, we're in the lab for like three hours. At least Dalen's in there saying like funny things that like make me like absolutely die. Or like I have my, my group of people who are always there to help me like when I can't understand things. Definitely. I think that's, I think that's good. We are... We kind of talked about it a little bit, but what do you think are some things you can put in place to avoid getting getting to that point of stress or getting, you know, overwhelmed and just, you know, feeling feeling behind or whatever it is? Know your limits. Because I always find it funny, like, when people, I hate to be this person. But I, I do find it quite hilarious when people sign up for things, like stress-inducing things, and then complain about their stress. Like, it's catching you off guard. Like, you know <laughs> when you signed up for this, it was going to be stressful. So I just I kind of laugh at them sometimes. But it's all in goodwill. But, like, a, like, it really comes down to you, right? You have to know yourself. You have to know your limits. If you, like, it's, it's always good to push yourself. But you have to know, okay, maybe this is too much. And then oftentimes it comes down to saying like no, right? Because a lot of things, a lot of times you'll be fine with what you ask for or what you put on your plate. But then it's the stuff that people ask of you that pushes you over, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess a good good piece of advice, know when to say no to things. Because you know you, but if if you know, okay, sometimes you just have to say no. Like, I want to do this, but now it's just not a good time for me. Or now it's not, I'm I'm not physically able to do this right now. And I think if you can do that with all the other advice, you should be, I would hope you could be straight. Yeah, that's, that's actually excellent advice. I was going to say, yes, yeah, say no. Yeah. Say no. Another thing I would, I would say is planning out your moves. Okay. So we were we were talking about goals one episode, and uh, you know looking into the future. If you can, I've I found for me, I don't like being caught off guard. So the more I know and the more information I have going into something, or the more plan I have, or anything like that, will help me. You know, not be caught off guard, not be stressed out, not be whatever it is when the situation comes up that I expected to come up. Like I knew junior year, I'm going to have to take this class. I can't get out of taking this professor. So now that I'm in it, I'm, you know, I knew this was coming, so I'm not as caught off guard. Not definitely. So that's planning it out, saying no to things that you can't do, extra things that you can't do. Shoot, I guess I'll throw this up, this, this in there also since it's it's kind of tied and then i actually have the, the a great quote from like one of the, one of my favorite listeners right but building like relief time right always give yourself like a a border not a border what's the word a buffer that like a like a break kind yeah. of thing so one of one of my favorite teachers he used to always say if you know you can do something in 2 days ask for 4 days right 
so that you're not necessarily pushed. So if you know, if you know you can do something, take take maybe take more time than you need, or give yourself more time in the day in case those extra things pop up. Because I get into it now, I guess you'd say. Um, one of one of my favorite listeners. Uh, they said, and this this is a very true statement. But basically, every day, right? Let's be honest. We're all human, which means we all have our swings, right? And there's going to be days where you have 100. There's going to be days where you have 110. And there's going to be days where you have 50. The days you have 50 or less than 100, don't focus on the 100. Just give what you can give. And then if you, if you like you said, if you take the rest of the advice, you know, if you have your time built in, everything else will work itself out usually. But if you give all that, you, if you give all that you have, there's usually nothing. At the end of the day, you can't complain anything about it. Like if it gets the best of you after you've given all, all that you have, okay. But like, if if that's all you, if you can, at the end of the day, at the end of your assignment, whatever it is, if you can look up and be like, okay, I did my best for this. I know I 100% did my best for this. I think in the end you'll be pretty satisfied. Yeah, I can. I can always say that. After the end of a workout, if I know I left everything in the gym or Definitely. I'm playing basketball and I left everything on the court on that game or whatever it is, I put 100% to that or however much I had I put in there, emptied the tank out, like Definitely. my dad likes to say, emptied the tank. Now, if you're being honest, most people's biggest regrets are that they feel as if they should have done something that they chose not to do. Or could have given, given Exactly, what they, I could have done more or I could have... I could have tried harder. If only I, I had done this. You know, if give give what you can while you can, while you have it. So give give what you have every single day. Give what you have while you have it. No matter if that's 10%, 5%, 15%, 15%, just give what you have while you have it. Keep moving forward. Forward progress is better than no progress. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. That's good. As always, if you have anything to add, to this conversation, we talked about mental health today. Please do hit us up on our Instagram. It's late. The number four. Lunch podcast. Our DMs are always open, and you guys can put your input in. We do always appreciate it when you guys reach out to us. We have been talking to a few of our listeners this week. I did talk to a few people. You guys are the best with support, honestly. So if you have more feedback to give us, anything to add, any, you know, tips. If you are confused, if you don't know if you're feeling stressed or not, we can, we'll do this, we'll do this. We'll put a poll or like a a quiz you can take to know if you're stressed out or if you need to find the problem in your life or anything like that. So we'll put that on our Instagram. Okay. And you can like take it, and if you if you need that that clear understanding, if you're stressed or not, then you'll know. When better, if you think what we're saying is like totally BS, let let me know too. Like let us know, and we can talk about it. Right, if you agree, if you disagree, give us some feedback. We love to hear. We love to you know. Talk it out. Definitely. So that's all we have for you today. As always, thank you guys for listening. 
and get there. Drink water and mind your business. <laughs> that works. <laughs> that would definitely work. I have been clueless. I'm Jet. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.